0: Earlier this week, Tito Mboweni addressed Parliament and he took well over an hour to explain to South Africa how he sees the government's budget over the next few years. Now the problem is that while he may make sense to people who work in the area of macroeconomics, it does not make sense to the rest of the world. So what I've got to do is to put the budget in a nutshell, and I've only got a few minutes to do it. So let's see how we go. Treasury summarized the budget, and I'm going to read directly so we get no mistakes. National Treasury says stabilizing debt and controlling the rise in borrowing costs will directly improve South Africa's attractiveness as an investment destination. So that's what he is trying to do. But the reality is that we are still this year spending 14.6% more than we're actually earning. And we're hoping in two years time to cut that to 7.3%. Now let's put that in language that everybody will understand. Assume that we're a, the country is a family. And this year, the country is earning or the family is earning 100,000 rand. That's it. But we are spending 114,000 rand. And we're hoping in two years time, if we still earn 100,000, to cut our expenditure to 107,000 rand. So we're still spending more than we're earning as a country. And Tito's only got five options, only five. If he's going to bridge that gap, SARS has got to bring in more money. And it can bring in more money by increasing taxes, or it can bring in money by being more efficient. Tito has chosen the route of efficiency He says that SARS can become more efficient in collecting taxes and next year is going to increase what it brings in by 5 billion rand without necessarily increasing taxes. So in other words, they're going to get 5 billion rand more taxes by hitting people who are avoiding paying taxes right now. Now that sounds like it's a promise that could be met. But my problem is in this particular tax year, SARs under-collected by 304 billion rand. So how are they next year Suddenly going to become efficient, that they collect everything and have another 5 billion rand's worth of collection of taxes? I'm not as convinced as Tito is that that's going to be possible. The second option could be that SARS is going to have the benefit of more people paying taxes. So that could be an option. But in the last couple of months, unemployment has risen by 2 million taxpayers. In other words, 2 million people who were employed at the beginning of January are now unemployed. And when I look at where the new employment is coming from, the president is talking about a couple of hundred thousand new jobs. And those jobs are going to go to people who are working on the side of the street, on the side of the roads, cleaning curbs and edges. Those are not careers that they're creating. These are temporary plaster. So two million people have lost their jobs And we're going to replace that with 800 odd thousand temporary jobs. So the concept that suddenly the tax base is going to increase is nonsense. It's not going to happen. The third option government has is to make more debt. Well, they can't. We'd already junk status. That option, that door is not open. The other option government has is that it's going to cut costs. And that one, they are going to go on. At this point, of every 100 Rant that people earn in South Africa, government directly spends 36 Rant. So, government as a single employer spends 36% of everything that we earn in South Africa. It is, in fact, an extremely inefficient use of our taxpayers money. And so government is going to cut costs. And they're going to cut it on two levels. And that's the good news part of the budget, which I'm going to touch on in a few minutes time. The other one, number five, is going to be a something called regulation 28. And government is going to deal with that. Regulation 28 is a regulation which tells pension funds and provident funds how they've got to invest your pension and my pension. Government is gonna create a new asset class. So they're gonna force these pension funds, these provident funds, to invest in government-organized infrastructure development. Now my problem and your problem is that government has shown itself incapable of working efficiently, with other people's money. And at this point, about 2.5% of your and my pension goes into infrastructure. Government is going to propose that that be increased to 10%. And if they succeed in that, then about 750 billion of your and my pension money will then be used as investment in South Africa. Now, my problem here is how do we know government is suddenly going to become more efficient? So let's then come to the issue. Is this budget good news or is it bad news? I say that this attempt at a budget is good news and let me try and explain why. The first is we have A president who understands that we can't go on the way we were. He actually understands that. We now have somebody in the presidency who does understand. Now, I once knew a young woman and I called her Miss All Things Bright and Beautiful And we teased her with that name because she could never see anything negative. Whatever situation she looked at, she was able to turn that into good news. So let's see where we have good news in South Africa today that we didn't have a year ago. The first I've already mentioned, we have a president who actually understands about business. And not only does he understand about business, he doesn't use the racist language that President Zuma used. He understands that South Africa has to work together as a nation. And it's a relief that we finally have somebody who is able to look at the economy in that particular light. So where else is good news? Well, in their arrests. The highest ranking police officer ever to be arrested was arrested a few days ago. 23 more police officers, not juniors, officers joined soon afterwards because they were selling weapons illegally. In September 2020, we saw the first arrest as a result of the Zondo Commission. Have you seen how many dozens have been arrested since September, in other words, in the last two months, there are significant changes in the way we are dealing with corruption in South Africa. Do you remember during the Gupta years when the banks tried to close the Gupta accounts? They were hauled before Parliament. They had to explain all kinds of things. A couple of days ago, First National Bank made the decision to shut down the bank accounts of Zuma family members. Have you heard any kind of outcry? They've just accepted that the days when they, banks could be hauled before Parliament for sticking to law are long gone. For me, that's progress. It means that democracy has become strengthened. Now there's a bone of contention in that the budget he read out, SAA are going to get 17 billion rand. Escom is going to get another 23 billion rand. The land bank is going to get more money. So why do I consider that good news? Because not a cent of that money comes from you or me as taxpayers. Government has turned to the various ministries and said, if you want that rescue to happen, it's going to come from your budget, not the people's budget. And so departments, 41 of them, have each had to pay back some money in order for those SAA and ESCOM to get what they need. And so government is finally saying, We can't keep spending and spending and spending. If you want SAA to be rescued, then you find the money from your budget. We're not going to hit the taxpayers again. That's actually good news. It's good news. It's not bad news. What else am I looking forward to? I'm looking forward to the day when an ex-president is going to face a jail term. That's good news ambassadors who have traded on their position and committed acts of corruption are going to face consequences. People who are in cabinet today are going to face very serious consequences. They're going to have the wealth that they've stolen confiscated. They're going to appear in court. They are no longer untouchable as they were even as late as a year ago, that is good news. So for me, I think we are making progress. I think we are getting there. The body is still lying on the operating table. And as we open it up to look at what's wrong, we're gonna be shocked by what we hear and what we see. But I don't believe we're going to return to where we were in those Zuma years. And I remind you, when Trevor Manuel was Minister of Finance, we actually had a surplus. That's right. During the years of and Mbeki, we had a surplus in our budget. And I believe that government is capable of returning. So, yeah, we got lots of challenges. But it's not only all negative, and it's not nearly negative as bad as it was a year ago or two years ago. Thank you.